You're listening to Oak City Move, a new podcast from 88.1 WKNC, highlighting people doing positive things in Raleigh and beyond. Oak City Move can be heard on air every Friday morning from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. on 88.1 WKNC or online at wknc.org listen. For episodes and more information, go to blog.wknc.org or follow us on SoundCloud at WKNC881. WKNC 88.1 FM Rally. My name is Fionn and I'm here with the Oak City Move, which is a weekly show happening on KNC on Fridays from 9 to 11. Today I'll be speaking with Young Bull, which is a band coming out of Durham, and they recently released an album called Sopadelic out in August 2016. Hey guys, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it for having us. So tell me about yourselves. Tell me where you're coming from, who you are, how long you've been together, that kind of thing. All right, so Young Bull initially like consisted of me and Gabe. Um, we met on JV basketball team at DSA at um, Durham School of the Arts in Durham. We were cool like before we started doing music. We didn't even know each other did music at first. Then there was a talent show like junior year, and it was like one spot left. Uh, our teacher... We, well, me and Gay was outside arguing over who was going to get the spot because we weren't trying to do it together like because we didn't know what each other was doing. We was just going. I was going to sing. He was going to play piano. Teacher was just like, I'm going to get both of y'all the spot. Y'all do it together. So we practiced. Ordinary people one time did it. We got third place, but that was only because all our friends left and forgot to vote for us. But um, <laughs> after that, we was going to Still record. Salty. Yeah, we was going to record um, Ordinary People. And Gabe played me uh, the beat to what he was starting on, I Can't Get You Out of My Head. And honestly, like, looking back at it now, it's a video on Instagram, on his Instagram page. It was terrible. (laughs) But, um, like, the how it sounds now, but, like, when I heard it, I was like, I ain't really know nobody that made music produced. I was like, oh, snap. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so we started right into it. And I remember we was so nervous putting the song out. We was like, man, what if they don't like it? Like, then we was just like, forget it. We're going to put it out. We put it out. And then it just went crazy. Then Christian, well, you could tell them how you found us. Yeah, so that song, I Can't Get You Out of My Head, was the first song that I heard from them. And so when I heard it, I heard it, I was in my in my car, listened to it, and then wanted to reach out to them because I was in the process of working on my first uh, mixtape. And... Uh, just reached out to them on SoundCloud. I guess it was Gabe. I thought it was Tamik. So I'm like, oh yeah, like I love your voice. <laughs> I'm like, yo, yeah, you're like, yeah, so let me explain how this works. So, so I'm the producer and Tamik actually is the singer. And, but we like, go right. And, but yeah, so I heard that. I was like, really, uh, I like the sound. So I reached out to them. And then uh, they sent me the beat for Quiet, I think, first. Mm-hmm. I instantly loved it. Wrote a, I think that was the fastest verse I've ever written. It was like 30 minutes. Sent it back to him, I think, the night of. And then uh, he liked it. They liked it. We did a video shoot. The first time I met him was like, yeah. When we were shooting for the oh, quiet, yeah, quiet video was the first day we met. Like walked up, like, "Hey man, what's up?" Like, I'm Tommy. Yeah. So if you ever, if you ever see the video and you're like, "Oh, that one dude seems like he's not really," <laughs> <laughs> we we had just met that dude, and like he contacted us maybe like 
It was like a year and a half after we had put out I Can't Get You Out My Head. Like that yeah. song was out for like a while. It was nine months. We, we put it out nine junior, months. senior year, summer or something. And like when he could, when he, we got on the song, like we was like in college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, that's how. That's a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so is it just the three of you? Give me a little rundown about who, who all is in it. Really, it's uh, it's the whole city. It's all of Durham, all of Raleigh. All of, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's the three of us, like, mainly um, in terms of the our, like, recordings. Um, I produce, and then they sing, and I sing occasionally and rap. But when we perform live, we have, like, uh, we have a live band with a... Drums, bass, guitar, horns, everything. Some people come and go, um, but I mean, th those are all. It's all. It's all Young Bull. But like, we are the three. Like, you can't fit everybody in one picture, so we just the three of us are like the, the face of it. Foundation. The foundation. But so, yeah, also it's all. Of, it's it's the whole state, the whole world. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So, so y'all are not, so y'all went off to college and now you're not really all in the same place. Where, where are you at? I'm here in Raleigh for now. And then we're moving to Boston. I'm in Boston right now and they're moving up. So, uh, yeah, that's the, that's the next move is, um, we're all going to be Boston. So yeah. Tell me. Um, I'm in like Durham, Timberlake area. I'm saying nine one nine three six four. All day, every day. So, but um, I'm not. I'm not in school. I'm working. I just work. I'm working so that way I can move. <laughs> so is the move because of Young Bull, or do y'all just like Boston? Um, it's like more so music, but kind of like a tad bit of both. Like, I mean, we all got like personal reasons as to why I guess, and like. I guess they all kind of correlate somehow, but like, just like when we go to Boston, I don't know, we just love, like Gabe's already up there, but when we go up there and visit, like we just love the environment, like we love the energy. Hate the cold, but <laughs> but everything else is like really cool up there. But we love the jackets they have up there, so yeah, we'll get some. So how has it been working together while not living in the same area? You know, making music, I kind of imagine you being in the same room at the same time. But can you speak on that for me? It's um, it's tough. It's I mean, we we make it work, but um, yeah, it's difficult. Like we always we know that we're best when we just are all in the same room, and so we try to like whenever we can get those opportunities, um, we like just grind out, just like spend like ten hours like just making music and writing. But um, like uh, we put put stuff in place when we're apart. Like they'll send they'll send voice memos. Um, to me, like with song ideas, and like I'll send beats or like things I'm working on. We'll like try and make them like go together, but usually like it doesn't it doesn't really come together until we're like actually in the same room, and then hopefully we have the stuff in place so we can just kind of like record everything and be like, that's when we really make the magic happen. Yeah, I'd say in general, it's a lot more, it's a lot better of a process, or a lot smoother, or the even sometimes the songs just turn out more fluid when we're all together kind of right. feed but off each other's same time like we're also like talking like every single day probably right. or like you know like facetiming like some sort of communication sending beats and voice memos and stuff definitely a facetime from meek <laughs> <laughs> daily yeah. hourly 
<laughs> Twice a day. <laughs> I know y'all mentioned some projects that you had been working on before Young Bull or maybe are working on now. Can you talk about that? I know, Christian, you have some stuff on SoundCloud and y'all mentioned some other things too. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't like writing my own songs or anything like really up until I met Gabe. Um, when I was younger, I've been singing probably since I was like, well, like really singing, like really into music since I was really about like eight years old. I was, did this like school thing with this girl. Um, her name's Sydney Thompson. Shout out to Sydney. Uh, we did, we sung Marvin Gaye, you know, ain't no mountain high. Yeah, we sung that. And then I like started singing in church. Me and my cousins like had like a little gospel group. We used to go around singing like in Virginia and what stuff. What was the name that was legendary? <laughs> Brothers by Faith. <laughs> we used to sing church songs. I'm talking about little girls used to run up to the front row. And they fall. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I started singing and I guess that's where kind of like and also my inspiration came from because like church you know what I'm saying I just a lot of our like older uncles great uncles older cousins sung and like you know had a lot of rasp and stuff and just that old soulful kind of feel I, I guess that's where I kind of got I my style from I know where your rasp came from we've <laughs> <laughs> already done some research smoking buds <laughs> um <laughs> I, I in terms of my music I played I used to I had a lot of several like bands that I played with before Young Bull that were like to varying degrees of success um, mostly unsuccessful um, <laughs> but I one, well I had my brother had a hip hop group like it was kind of similar in terms of our live setup where we had like drums like horns and like a rapper or like a singer Shout out Eli. Shout out Eli. Shout out Hidden Keys. That was the name of it. Uh, now defunct, but it was fun. We played Motorco, Cat's Cradle a couple times. It was fun. But um, yeah, I played this like, I was in this indie rock band called Autopilot, which was like the, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk trash about them, um, but it was just, <laughs> it, it was like the, the most, it was like the most cliche, like, uh, like indie pop thing great musicians though i can't i don't want to that time doesn't want to go back (laughs) (laughs) no autopilot was great actually yeah it was great but um i'm yeah i'm just i'm glad we we found each other because i feel like this was the first time i was like really super invested i was always just kind of like other people would hit me up and be like you want to play on this thing i'd be like sure and then they'd be more into it than i was whereas this was like our own thing for the first time so and i just started making music last year so I kind of decided I'm in the agriculture school here <laughs> with you. Shout out and so all this farm management talk <laughs> and my dreads weren't going hand in hand. <laughs> so I had to be like, I don't know. I, I was, it was a really moment. It was a moment where I was like trying to figure out what I was going to do. You're like, my hair just does not fit with this profession. I yeah. Can't, <laughs> I can no longer go on. I couldn't fit the cowboy hat on anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to pick up the mic. And I made it, and so I made it, and so, (laughs) nah, but yeah, that along a couple other things, and I made my first mixtape in my bathroom over at Stanhope, it's called Black Box Theory, and yeah, that's what they heard, when I reached out to them, they had to check it before they were going to hit me back, Oh, 
but it's flame so they had, <laughs> so they were like yeah hop on flame. hop on some tracks and that's how we made like i think three on sobadelic so y'all mentioned earlier that you're writing some new music mm-hmm. can you tell me about that yeah um we've been writing and recording um it's been this is in the in the process is a little different now than before because um with our first album Sopadelic um we we me and Gabe had already had like five or six songs it like four maybe four songs out already um and so like we had four songs out and then you know we were doing you know shows here and there in Durham and like our crowd was growing and whatnot and and they were um I just lost my train of thought hold up <laughs> but now the crowds is growing and so I lost my train of thought again hold up we're writing we're writing new music okay yeah we were doing we were doing shows in Durham and so like we were like yo like like why stop now let's keep going so we started writing new music and then we were like we got enough songs you know I came to Boston it is, that was the first time I come to Boston gay freshman year we did a little show up there and like people was vibing with it and we was like yo like let's put an album out so then but what was so crazy is the album was so like unprepared like when I say it was so unprepared like me and Gabe finished like two or three songs like the day before the show yeah. Like the debut show, like we finished them, like like try to get them mixed and mastered, like that night, like yeah. we, like oh, I remember they, were ma- they, they weren't even mastered when we first came out with it. Gabe's dad came. I remember your dad came downstairs. It was like four or five in the morning, and like he was like, "Listen, guys," he was like, "I understand." He was like, "But you got to get some rest. You got a big day tomorrow." <laughs> Gabe was like, "Gabe was like, Dad, no, you don't understand. We have to finish this." He was like, "Listen, everybody in here trying to get some sleep." He was like, "Well, go to." That go upstairs and go to sleep again. He was like, We gotta finish this. And so I'm just sitting there, like, Sorry, Gunther. <laughs> you gotta go to bed, bro. Gunther, that's my dad. Shout out to Mr. Bob's bed. Yeah. But yeah, we did it like that. And so this one is like, with the feedback we got off of this this project, you know what I'm saying, with Christian Order and just like how everything's going, it's like, this one, we're like, we're really like, trying to push and have everything set like visuals you know like we're trying to get promo right like and basically just being real like everything we've done we've done like all ourselves. like you know we don't have people like you know we got people here and there like friends you know what i'm saying family who work with us and do stuff for us but you know what i'm saying we're not like yeah, we outside made, help yeah, is outside help is family like you know what I'm saying well, like we recorded our whole album in, in gabe's bedroom with a sock over the mic <laughs> so <laughs> But yeah, we're in the writing process. Yeah, we, you could talk about I've got, writing, bro. I was Yeah. About I've got, <laughs> uh yeah. So I know I'm working on an EP. We've which, got two we got it looks like what we're gonna do is drop like two EPs. Mm-hmm. Um like kind of like a double like a double sided album almost. Two different energies too. Yeah, they're kind of like two different vibes that we're going for right now. Um but that's gonna be we got a single coming out in the next week or two singles potentially. Um, Probably two. Cause we get down like that. <laughs> Cause we just got, we just got singles on singles just stacked up. So, but we're going to, we've got the two EPs probably coming out like this early summer. Yeah. 
And a music video. And a video. It's and the next fire for our song called Voicemail. Yeah. Which has just about 300,000 plays on it. Not to brag, but we're bragging. That's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> not not so much bragging, but we're we're proud. It's we're just we're celebrating. Yeah. celebrating. We're extremely happy. You know what I'm just, saying? For yeah. me, I, I, I wouldn't expect nothing like that, but I'm happy with it. You've been listening to the Oak City Move on WKNC. My name is Fionn, and I've been speaking with Young Bull. We've got a song for you from them. This is called Egyptian Joint. Keep it locked. We'll be right back.
So you have new music coming out, and you told me a little story earlier, and I'd love to hear some more. So tell me some stories. I got, I got, I got one. Storyteller me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so, oh, I can't get you out of my head. Our first song uh, that me and Gabe had wrote, um, kind of funny story. Gabe and I wrote this about his ex-girlfriend. Um, <laughs> we wrote this about Gabe's ex-girlfriend um, Gabe and his girlfriend at the time in high school Were going out like all all of our junior year and her senior year Like I'm talking about like Gabe Is this uh, storytelling or roast? This is, this is storytelling <laughs> Gabe took like me and Gabe Like how we initially met Cause okay Gabe took me to like my first like Caucasian party <laughs> Like just being real like you know what I'm saying and I had a good like it was something totally different from what I ever seen one of the best times Change ever life. changed my life it, it really did you know what I'm saying and so like Gabe that's my bro like that's my bro you know what I mean me and Gabe have been through a lot but me and Gabe wrote he wrote that song we wrote that song about his ex-girlfriend cause she was going to college and what's crazy is she went to college in Boston when we were still in high school and now he go to school in Boston but I mean they just don't talk you know the feeling not there no more uh no, not yet. I mean, hey, he got he got it he got into Harvard. Like who in turn who in turn down? Yes. Same. I don't want to talk about that. Uh, I do. Yes, that's true. All right, Tamik, continue with the story. So to me. So yeah, that's how Tamik and Christian are both transferring next year. So yeah, trying to not to Harvard though. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna study. I don't know. Can't even name it. You feel Come me? On. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how I can't get you out of my head came about initially. Um, let's see. That Stories. Was a story, bro. What what kind of story? Give give me a a, a right. topic maybe. Let's um get closer to the mic, bro. Story. All right. Story, story. Let, let's story. Okay. Let's tell a story. How about um? Oh, voicemail video shoot. Oh yeah. All right. So this was about. Okay. Yeah. This is a good story. Yeah. Last time we were at NC State. Mm. Um. <laughs> D I don't know the name of it. It was a frat. Um, we, so my friend Lance was coming down from Boston, uh, flew down. We were trying to shoot. We had this, we had this, so we had a, a party show on Saturday night at this frat and we were trying to film the video for voicemail, the music video. And so Lance got Lance, who's my friend from Boston. Who's a, like a videographer. Who's awesome. Um, came down Friday night, got in at 11 p.m. And we just shot the video from 11 p.m. until 7 a.m. We just shot straight through the night. Didn't stop shooting until sunrise. Um, got a lot of weird footage. Went to like a Waffle House, like like did stupid stuff on our car. All right. Tamik's going to. Yeah. Bro, let me tell y'all about. <laughs> let me tell y'all about this Christian. This man, Christian, bro. So, man, we were shooting the voicemail video, right? And see, Christian got a, uh, he got a Jeep Wrangler. He got a Jeep Wrangler where he could take the roof off. So, you know what I'm saying? We, we was recording from like 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. I'm talking about, man, we was riding down the street, you know what I'm saying, downtown Durham with the roof off. And so, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm sitting in the passenger seat and Gabe driving in front of us and they recording us like from the back of the trunk watching us, you know what I'm saying? And so this man, Christian, I hop over the front of the car, you know what I'm saying? I climb over the roof and I hop on the hood and I'm just, you know what I'm saying, doing the verse or doing the song, vibing. 
This man Christian like, hey, yo, yo, I'm about to come over the front too. Mind you, bro, driving. There's people in the back seat. You know this man almost crashed his whip, bro, trying to hop over the car. Forgot he was driving. Turned. He's teed up. Let me tell you, man, I had to hop back over, bro. Like, and I stopped with my left leg, like, yeah. like on both sides of the car. Like I'm sitting in the passenger and the driver's seat same time in the middle console. Definitely almost hit a tree. Definitely yep. almost crashed into a tree. And I almost bust my ass that night. Yeah. On them cardboards. <laughs> on them little boxes. Hey, shout out to Durham Bulls, man. They don't even know that we shot at their old uh stadium, but we appreciate y'all for letting me utilize y'all for serious love. <laughs> we didn't we didn't hop the fix. We didn't hop the fence though, nah. just in the parking lot. Because that's trespassing. Not saying we don't trespass. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We don't. We do. We we never commit crimes. We are very. Uh... All right. That was. That was. All right. So then, the ne- <laughs> no one believes that. I'm gonna. I'm, yeah. So then the next night though, we had uh, the show after staying up all night, and uh, cops came to that. <laughs> and uh, just to so, check out the music though. Yeah, they were they were fans. Big fans. Big fans of our songs. Um, someone had a seizure, I think, oh. which was a little bit, they're, okay, they're all right. This, this makes it, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was bad. I'm, I'm hopeful that they're, we know they're, they're okay. They are. We got information that they're good. All right. All right. And they enjoyed the show. <laughs> and if we had another show, they would return. It's very serious though. It's very serious. They're going to come <laughs> And they still be gonna come back. It was just part of the night. There was just a lot of things that went on. That's what I was trying to say. Um, it was because of the strobe lights, though, right? Or was it drug related? Okay, <laughs> drug related. It was not on us. It was not related to our performance at all. Um, all right, let's take a new story. <laughs> all right, so y'all, have you been on tour before? And if you have, tell us about them. Or if not, tell us about some shows. Um, we really haven't really been on tour like we kind of honestly uh, with the shows we have done it's really kind of like a just we just really yeah one off thing we got really good connections with good people and they just kind of like got faith in us and put us in position I guess for just opportunities and then we know and not, not to come off cocky or anything, but like we we know what we can do. We we're very confident in ourselves, and so it's just like we know you give us a chance, like we gonna we gonna kill it a hundred and ten percent, and it's gonna be somebody there who's never heard of us, and whether like you're into our kind of music or whatever, like you're gonna be like, yo, they're great. Like they're good. There's no way you can say I. And it might be some people that think we bad, but how I think is there's nobody that thinks we're bad. <laughs> like you cannot think that. And so we know that we're gonna get a fan. You know what I'm saying? We know that. That's just I don't know. That's just how we think. But we are doing a tour this uh, this summer. First, like real like back to back tour. Everything we've done so far has been like I'd say like mini tours though. We 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 have like two or three yeah. dates like back to back like a long weekend basically, but. Yeah, April we're doing uh we're doing a show in Asheville with uh Masego on the twenty seventh. And Bombastic. And Bomb Bombastic. Is it Bombastic? Bombastic. Bomb Basic, I think. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then twenty eighth we're driving <laughs> all the way back all the way up to Boston to play another show. And then we play in New York on that 
like two days later and then Philly the day after that. Um, but yeah, most of our stuff has just been like, we just like find a weekend like this weekend and just basically put everything we can together, just jam it onto one weekend. And like, that's been our model so far. So are you planning this whole tour yourself now, this upcoming one? Yeah. Yeah. And still also like with just the networking and report we have built with other people, just like, oh yeah, I'm like, kind of like, yeah, like, oh yeah, I heard of them. Like, I know they're kind of gone. And also we don't, we don't BS. Like we're very like, oh no, I guess we're very like forward with what we want to do. And like, I guess how we want to do things in reference to, I guess, getting shows. Like we're very like, we email, you know, venues like, Hey, like, we're looking to do a show with on such and such date. Let me or we give like alternate dates to see whatever they have available. Like check us out. They check us out. Like oh yeah, like and we make anything work. Like some people have been like, oh we're looking to showcase. You know what I'm saying? Um, local acts and then we'll contact like a good local act that we found on the internet somewhere like in that area and like hey yo like let's do a show together at such and such. <laughs> and so yeah we. We're very forward with, I guess, what we want to do and how we want to do things. So the first time I saw y'all live was at Motorco, and you were working with Runaway. And I follow their Instagram, and I see y'all on that relatively frequently. So tell me more about how involved you are in like the Durham community. Well, Tamik is a professional model. <laughs> and so if you're reaching out to anybody in the Durham, Raleigh area, Roxborough area, Timber- Timberlake area, just reach out to Tamik if you want some good photos. He has a terrific smile and and charisma that reaches through the lens. You and, are. You and, are. And into your soul. You are. He also has a great... <laughs> you are. Nah, but um, we uh, we rock with Runaway. Um, Gabe, the other Gabe, the owner. Yeah, and Justin and them, they're, they're cool people. And um, they... Just like me being from Durham... Um, me and Gabe being from Durham, uh, we we support just the city and, and what people are trying to do, and especially like with uh, okay. So one of the reasons this kind of goes into another question you asked about the Boston move, but like one thing how I look at why I want to move up is, and this is one of the very reasons, and is because you know when people people from like upstate like new york or somewhere in boston you know what i'm saying connecticut move down here it's because they want to live a steady life like they want to kind of just live like you know a comfortable life you know a lot of people say you know it's very comfortable quiet down here yeah you know what i'm saying it's like and how i look at that is you know this is where you want to die like this is where you want to live. This is where you want to live the rest of your life out and die. And just so many people, so many people are like very stagnant minded and very content with where they are in life and like don't want to grow. It's like whenever I go to Boston or something, like when we go up there, it's somebody like, you know, they got a goal. Like they're, they're to achieve that goal. You get to that goal, that gets you to another goal. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and and like, for example, you know, so my mom work a nine to five job and nothing is wrong with that. But I feel like my life and my mom's life is worth more than working a nine to five job. Like, like I want to I want to make a way where where she or I or whoever else, you know, my family don't have to do that no more. And so, yeah. Yeah. But Runaway is great because yeah they I, I like the brand that they built and it's cool. I mean, it's hard not to support them because the two dudes that do it are 
super cool, super like inviting and supportive of the whole music uh, scene going on in Durham and Raleigh and, and all around. So, and I mean, uh, who's the guy that designs Gabe? Gabe, right? Gabe Jarley. Super, super talented. Everything, yeah, they, everything they do, quality wise, design wise, is just impeccable. And so, with that, like being good. said, also, how you was talking about like support. Mm-hmm. Just like a lot of, a lot of people like just in Durham like don't support each other. Yeah, but then and it's, it's very, like a love thing. Yeah, it's, like, it's very like subliminal. Like I don't know, people shady. be yeah, low key people be hating on each other. Like so, it's like I, I try to show love to everybody because it's like other people don't, and and that's not saying like we we specifically are saying like oh yeah we being hated on kind of type thing. It's just like. All around thing Like we see We'll see somebody else Hating on another person You know what I'm saying Like we're we're I'm cool with everybody really I don't have no problem With nobody Who doing whatever Like I support people Doing art You know Music Anything Like I I could try to go to And support I'll do it Or we'll do it Alright Y'all are moving out to Boston Are you still gonna rep Durham Or are you gonna be Considering yourselves A Boston band At that point it's gonna be Durham Bam. Forever I'm Bull City all day, every day. Um it's it's an everyday thing. I'm never forgetting where I came from. <laughs> it made me who I am. I'm not <laughs> we keeping it on there. Young boy from Durham. <laughs> we're not we're not young Boston. <laughs> now what's something that you are looking forward to most in the coming weeks? Something that you're excited about? The release of our um our singles and our definitely our music video for voicemail. <clears throat> uh, our show's coming up and I graduate so I'm looking to, I'm looking forward to that May 31st but I only have five tickets to give to family and friends so you can't come but <laughs> the move is really exciting yeah. to me that's in months well Tommy's coming up next week right to yeah, Boston so I'm we're gonna to we're gonna be looking at uh, like apartments and stuff are y'all going uh, together mm-hmm. yeah that's the plan. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> it's work, work related. Yeah, yeah. It's a professional relationship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, yeah, just music, um, traveling. We got a good bit of shows coming up. Um, merchandise. We're gonna get some new merchandise. Yeah, yeah. we're looking forward That's to that. Exciting. Honestly, we're just tattoos. Maybe. Yep. Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> maybe. So um, we're just trying to matching tattoos. Yeah. Don't gonna, make the sound. Don't make the sound. The logo. No, 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 no. Think about trying to get the logo on yeah. us. We got a new logo. And so, um, yeah, really just music and just progressing, man. Trying to progress every single day, writing every day or attempting to write something every day. Like Gabe, we get on him, you know, he say he at least try to make a new beat or work on something every day. Me and Christian, I call like he's, they say I FaceTime him two times a day. Uh, FaceTime be like, yo, I got this idea for this song. You know what I'm saying? Tell me how you think it might sound. Be like, whatever. I'll be like, yo, Christian, write a verse to this. <laughs> He'll be like, all right, bro, send me a voice memo. <laughs> You've been listening to WKNC 88.1. My name's Fionn. I've been here speaking with Young Bull, and we've got another song for you. This one is called Miscommunication.
miscommunication And I'm feeling agitated I don't feel like wasting. I've been up all night playing 2K in the basement. Now I started pacing, losing patience. So amazing how one word to one girl can misconstrue what I'm saying. Call it miscommunication. And I miss you, but you're wildin'. And I ain't seen you in a while, man. No, I ain't seen you in a while, man. When I text you. I get all in my mind like, did I say something wrong? Is she feeling my songs? When we talked about spending the weekend in Charlotte, girl, are we still on? Girl, I ain't never want nobody the more than I want you. Listen, see, holds my phone telling me to come through. That's true, you knew. Eyes on the prize and I'm trying to get a clue. So won't you tell me what it is, girl, what you want to do? Yeah. At this game, I am losing. I feel so misused and. It's really confusing, miscommunication. Uh. And I'm feeling agitated. I misspoke when I said, hey, I got so nervous. I shook your hand, I lost my eyes and all your courage. You said your name, it was engraved in all my worries That you like things that my life ain't And this won't work And you next to me As we lean on the wall There's a beat in the back You would sing, I had bars Did you feel that rush? Oh no Did you feel that rush? You got me high, for real, that's us And this cold world can kill that buzz So let's spend time by the penny Make me feel alive for a minute Wait, wait You been running miles by the minute Running through my mind when you're in it Wait, wait Always been a guy with some women Hiding my feelings Only you and I was different Why is it when it's when I feel the fire Get the shot for a bitch You feel it in my vibe That I'm smile That I give it such hard work Oh, I took those pills I rolled up still It just got worse So, it just got real I just lost feel But touch don't hurt No And talk won't either but I might say what I don't mean, so stop your speakers. And we are back. That song you just heard was called Miscommunication from Young Bull, who I am here speaking with for the Oak City Move. Tell me about the happiest moment that you have had this week. Well, Gabe just got here a little oh. bit ago. Oh, so, you just make this up. So slit. Yeah. And we have this show coming up. So I'd say the happiest is probably right now, getting this interview, getting yeah. ready for this show tonight. I just saw my, um, my big brother have his uh, senior recital for his conservatory. And all my grandparents were there and all my family in Oberlin, Ohio. Oh, I was about to say Elijah's home? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's... I know. If he was home, that's true. No, he's not. He's uh, he's up there. But it was really nice. He killed it. He sang like me. 
but better. Oh, but you also kind of saw Vince Staples this past week. Oh, true. Oh, yeah, we gave and slide slid yeah, tape. yeah. Uh, Vince Staples came uh, came to my school and gave a talk, and I was um, I showed up and we got gave a uh, got talking to his manager um, and gave him gave him the album, and he said he would give a listen. So hopefully we'll get some something back from that. And he got to see Rihanna. I did get to see Rihanna. Not just see her, he sung for her mm. in a choir. I sang for Rihanna, yeah. Solo. <laughs> I poured out my heart. I had I had like a love note in my pocket. That was was it shy. acapella too, just you? Yeah. yeah, it was it was me. I was like Baby girl I'm your man. No, it was like nothing like that. It was not it was better than that. I, but I it was because you couldn't hear me, is because there was a different soloist. And so I was just like looking at her and like, like making her feel special. He was more focused on the crowd and I was more focused on, on Rihanna's experience. So I think, um, I think it was pretty good. I think she's going to hit me up soon. I think she, didn't she follow you on IG? Yeah. She followed and DM me. You? Yeah. She hit me. And snap you? Yeah. She gave me the digits. And your friends on Facebook? Yeah. She's hitting me. She hits me up every day. She FaceTimes me more than Tommy actually. <laughs> That does not happen. Um, <laughs> Rih- Rihanna, that we are, happen? Rihanna, we are so sorry. <laughs> Please forgive Gabe. Yeah, 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 forgive him. Forgive him. We know Rihanna. Oh, she's I'm, she's listening right now. I'm sure she is. Yeah, because well, she knows Gabe's here. <laughs> <laughs> Got tabs on him. Most exciting thing that happened this week. Um, well, Gabe, of course, coming. Just we get to work this weekend, and so that's good. But what's kind of like on the same level is that um, I ranked up on my park on 2K. Um, <laughs> what so level? That was lit. Um, I don't remember, but I know I ranked up. What position do you play? Small on? forward, three point, um, sharp shoot, sharp shooter. Yeah, you got to be the three point. Nah, my I, we gotta we be running on pro am and my my and like with my friend friends, and so we like that. Wait, like, those are your like, friends friends. Like I'm talking about, like they got a point. Then who are we? Y'all my bros. <laughs> Y'all my bros. Okay. They they but they got like we got like a team like okay. a point guard, a shooting guard, a small forward. So it's official. Yeah, like we made those players specifically to run together. That's deep. And so <laughs> it was lit. As always. Just to clarify, this is all a virtual, virtual game. They don't actually play basketball with any skill. Whoa. <laughs> you are wild. First and foremost. Go ahead and say something crazy. Go ahead and say something crazy. If My we're name talking is Michael about Purvis. Right. <laughs> Little Mike. And I'm going to make the big shot. All, I, <laughs> all I can hope for is an opportunity. <laughs> hey, shout out to Little Mike, bro. Shout out. He's an I'm inspiration just, to all of us. Yeah, but no, nah, he is really an inspiration. But every time Christian talk about hooping, that's who he remind me of. But shout out to him. Most that's because Tamik has never come to... Just ask about me at Carmichael. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You could uh, find us online at uh, Young Bull Music on Twitter, on Young Bull Music on Instagram. Tommy, you get this. You got it. All right. Young Bull Music on Twitter. Young Bull Music on Instagram. Check. Um, YoungBullMusic.com is where you can find our website if you would like to. Um, Spotify with the verified check. Very, yeah, we just got recently verified um, on Spotify. You can find us at Young Bull if you would like to check us out. Um, 
iTunes, Apple Music, Young Bull, um, SoundCloud, Young. Then Bull is B.U.L.L. Um, we were actually kind of also like in the process of like coming up with like alternate names. Like we came up with the B.U.L.L. And we were thinking about that being like kind of like our acronym. And like using that, like as a. So what's it stand for? So initially, we we haven't really figured it out yet. But Christian oh, came up with a good one. Oh, brothers united, lifelong. No, 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 no. Boys, your ladies love. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's the one I said. Yeah, yeah. I like. Ah, okay, yeah. But we were like, we was talking I'm not about a boy. It. Though I'm a man. Come on, man. <laughs> boys and men, boys. Boys and men, young men. Okay. <laughs> but um, young mule, young, right. <laughs> young men, your ladies love. <laughs> young mule. Oh, um, yeah. Facebook. Oh, you could if you would like. Also, follow. Uh, you could follow um our personal pages um on Instagram. My name is. T Cameron with the one after the A T C A one M E R O N. And on Twitter, you could find me if you would like lick the kicks. Don't judge me. It's been like that since about seventh grade. Just never changed it. Mine is Christian Sinclair Music on Instagram. Or and then uh we got OG Papa Wiz. Oh. Yeah, that's Gabe. Um if you would like, you could also find him on Twitter and he's Instagram. A free, he's a frequent updater of his page. <laughs> If you're into like uh, bi-yearly posts, like once every six months, like I'm definitely the one to follow. Or you can find us in real life. Meek is really tall. He stands out. He's usually wearing some green Crocs so you can't miss him. Uh, Gabe's, right now he has a shirt on his head also. But he, he Taliban. <laughs> We're not shouting out the Taliban. No, no. <laughs> that is not associated with our band. Unless it's free band gang. Christian, what would be some of your inspirations? Musical inspirations? Musical inspirations as to like who you listen to. Yeah. How, Musically, how and why you got how you how and why you got started writing. Mm. So musically, I have different inspirations. So there are like musical inspirations and then there's people that are inspirational. Answer both. So like like Odd Future yeah, is the people want like Tyler know, the, the Creator. People know. Uh, well, I'm telling the people. <laughs> <laughs> like Tyler the Creator is inspirational because I'm trying to get into like maybe clothing and stuff like he does and kind of that realm of like building his own brand. Uh, and so that's cool to watch him do exactly what he wants to do and use, you know, the platform that he builds to kind of just create his own lane. So that's cool. But uh, musically... Oh, Pharrell is also like a inspiration Most of mine. Yeah, because uh, the the way that he's developed his personal brand is just absolutely Christian. unreal. Christian, and, yeah. Christian, not to stop you. Well, yeah, I meant to stop you. Well, I got roll. I got a question. Mm. Please don't forget where you was going. But have you heard that uh, that Dab Punk and Pharrell that gust of wind and have you? Okay, you gotta check yeah. that out. We'll check it. After <laughs> this, right. we'll check it out. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, um, and then kind of the combo music and as a person, J. Cole, obviously, for being around here. Um, but really, what he showed is just kind of how, again, like you can do you, 
as cliche as that sounds, and then build up to the size that he kind of built, which is just like, you know, worldwide now. Musically, right now, biggest inspiration as far as like a rapper would be probably Kendrick because he's just the one that I hear. And I'm ne I never listen to Kendrick and think like, like sometimes I'll listen to rappers and be like, I could probably do that. Or like, I could probably do this song better. But Kendrick is the only one that I'll hear. And it's always like, he's always kind of stretching or like doing something a Kendrick way. You know, it's like something yeah. you never heard before. Yeah. You gotta, you, like, he's the only rapper I'll, I'll listen to a couple songs over and over again, trying to figure out the way that he does things specifically and get really hype on stuff still. Kid Cudi is another inspiration oh, musically. Yeah. Um, I like Bob Marley too because of how his music stands out in his genre so much. He really dominated that reggae. I actually have like a really like broad, like a very broad kind of like variety of inspirations because I I initially started like singing in church, and and what you saying, Kurt Franklin? That's actually kind of funny. Um, Kurt Franklin isn't like I kind of lie. I'm sorry, he's not really an inspiration to me musically. Uh, I like his music, but like me, my cousin Trey, he right here. Um, we grew up in a very like uh, I'm from Durham, but I, I grew up in Timberlake a lot too. I spent a lot of time out there on the weekends where my grandmother's from, and my dad's side a lot. My dad's side of the family, a lot of them from New York, but um, they sing a lot of country like quartet gospel songs, like. You know, I don't know, like, we always had musicians, but, like, kind of like a foot stomp, hand clap type of, like, environment as to, like, Kurt Franklin it was more of, like, the evolution of kind of, like, like fusing, like, kind of like a hip-hop and gospel kind of feel together. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't really grow up, like, really liking it as to that's what appealed to, like, other people our age. Yeah, we listen to, like, Lee Williams, Spiritual QCs, George Dean and the Gospel for John Thorpe and Truth. You know what I'm saying? We used to listen to stuff like that. And so I grew up listening to a lot of, that's where I got, like, my soul from, I guess. And then on the R&B aspect as to, like, how, you know, we write our songs now. Like, for instance, I was telling Christian the other day, like, showing a music soul child is, like, probably one of the reasons I started singing. Like, like yeah, who? Anderson. Oh, Anderson Pack is, like, right now, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I kind of study him. Like, I tell you, like, Trey will tell you, I stay up two, three in the morning just watching interviews as to, you know what I'm saying? I watch people like, you know, I like Dave East a lot. Listen to a lot of Dave East, um, Nas, like as to just like, you know, how he carries himself business-wise, you know, how he got mass appeal. Uh, Tank, like a lot of vocalists, you know, Tank, um, Jamie Foxx, um, you know what I'm saying? Daryl Walls. You know, I... I I, I I like a lot of music, but with me being a singer, you know, I listen to like, you know, how people, you know, sing and not as to like what sound good because anybody could do runs. A lot of people could do us. A lot of singers out here that can do runs. And I don't even consider myself like a singer who could do a lot of runs. But one of my biggest thing is like smart singers with placement, like they, they placements is crazy. Like Ice J.J. Fish. Something about you, girl. <laughs> I'm going to pull it up. Why, oh, Why is Christian Wilder? What is you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it's not full of no ice JJP. <laughs> but no, nah, that's really it for me. I mean, that ain't it. So it's, I can, the list could go on. There's so many people I listen to. 
You've been listening to the Oak City Move on WKNC. My name's Fionn. I've been interviewing Young Bull here. And we are going to listen to another song of theirs. This one is called Soup. We'll be right back.
WKNC 88.1. That song you just heard was called Soup. It was from Young Bull. My name is Fionn, and I'm here with the Oak City Move interviewing Young Bull. And if you missed any of the interview, you can go to blog.wknc.org. And that's where we keep all of our podcasts. We've got a website as well. It is oakcitymove.tumblr.com. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can always reach out to us over Facebook, email, Instagram, any of that. My final question for y'all is if you could have anyone or any group of people know anything, what would it be? Uh, I would have the world know that we're next up. I would have uh, the Young Bull, the hard rock band in uh, Lawrence, Kansas. I would have them know that that they are soon to be defunct. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> Try to start something. Shots fired. Tag them in this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's up, me? To be real, bro, I really don't think it get no better than what Christian said. <laughs> I would just want the world to know that we're next up, because we are. So we'll say that twice. Wait, what about? Tell them to... um, about Trump. Tell, tell Trump. Just to all the listeners, I just we have a we have a list of words that we can't say in front hey, of us. Beyond, can you can you, can you bleep the words out? Oh, absolutely. Yo, man, <laughs> Donald Trump, <laughs> Pat McCory, bro, for for fucking uh, no body cam release footages in North Carolina. Yeah, you can suck a fucking dick, nigga. <laughs> Um, fuck the dreadlock band. You know, I'm keeping my shits forever. I'm going to try to until they fall out just so I could be rebellious. And when I get put on, any nigga that's about his shit, bruh, with fucking dreads, guess what? Come holler at me because I got a job for you. Because these fucking niggas don't want us working out here, bruh. They trying to desensitize us black people. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? We going to rise up. It's three dreadheads in here right now. Gabe only ain't got them because he white. Best believe if it's if it's could lock up here damn sure have him we guess what young boy coming hard trump young boy do not with you and bleep all that shit out bleep it all out all you gonna hear is bleep 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 you've been listening to the oak city move on wknc this is a weekly program which highlights organizations and individuals who are enacting change in the community as well as artists who empower, inspire, and are from the North Carolina area. And I've been speaking with Young Bull. They recently released an album called Sopadelic back in August 2016, and they've been working on some new music. So if you want to keep up with them, you can check out their Facebook page. They're all over the internet, and I'll be linking that on our website and on our Facebook page. So again, that's oakcitymove.tumblr.com, or you can check out our Facebook page or Instagram, which is all Oak City Move. Thanks all for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Ready? I'm going to start saying that. Ready? Ready? WKNC 88.1 Raleigh. That song you just heard was from Ace Henderson. It was called Nose Cold. And I'm here with Holland. He works at Runaway. And what do you, your project is called Vacay. Cool. So he produces under the name Vacay, but you're also working on this new project that I'm really excited about. Could you give us a brief summary? Yeah, no doubt. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, I launched a Kickstarter campaign for a web series um, that I'm directing called Hype, uh, and it's set in Durham, and it's kind of about the uh, the rap and startup cultures of Durham. Um, 
and hopefully once we get uh, funding for that, we'll shoot a season of that um, over the summer. So what gave you that idea? What made you want to make this web series? So as a filmmaker living in Durham, there is a lot, a lot of change going on in the city. And as a storyteller, you want to talk about the change in your community. And so that's really where it all started. I uh, had a lot of conversations with Runaway about maybe doing something like this. And they were really supportive of it. And so that's where it started, yeah, a few months ago. So tell me a bit about your background. I know you have been living here for quite a while, maybe around 10 years, and you were coming from New Orleans? Um, yeah, totally. I grew up in in New Orleans, like you said. Moved here in 2005 to like the Durham area. I went to Carolina, graduated last year, and now I live in Durham. So what's been one of the most exciting things that you've seen working and living in Durham as far as the startup culture goes? Yeah, well, um, I, so I work at Runaway, which is a like kind of a streetwear and lifestyle startup in Durham. And our office is in American Underground, which is downtown um, and is an incubator for a whole bunch of startups. Um, so every day, you know, I'm just surrounded by a bunch of people that are, you know, building new companies. And even at the at the space, there are events and lectures often that come in um, that are talking about ways to improve your business. So I'm kind of surrounded by startup stuff at work. Yeah. And so you make films or you work at Runaway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what else have you been doing? I know you've been making some beats. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are like my three things. I work at Runaway and then I am a beat maker. I um, produce primarily for uh, this rapper Wells, who is um based out of Charlotte and lives in the Triangle for the most part now. Um, and I also work heavily with Ace Henderson, who is an artist here in Raleigh. Um, yeah, and then filmmaking is my other thing. I, uh, my last year of college, I wasn't like a screenwriting major, but my last year I took a class in screenwriting and it really stuck with me. And since then I've been doing some online classes and um, working on that and uh, I did a short film called Young People that's out uh, on my website vkvkvk.com starring Ace and Wells and uh, his actress Katie Garfield um, who's from North Carolina as well um, but yeah I'm really excited about this project filmmaking wise uh, it'll be like the biggest undertaking I've done so far so it, it'll be uh, a whole new like experience and something that I'm really excited to do, yeah. So give us a rundown on what the web series is going to be about. I know it's based in Durham around the startup culture, but isn't there's like a storyline to it? Yeah, so the story uh, centers around this character, Smiles, who is um, trying to buy back the house of his adolescent like love, like his uh, sweetheart, who had to move away. Um, and so that's the primary drama and through a turn of events, he ends up linking up with this um, sort of entrepreneurial-minded uh, woman named Ava, and they start a company together, and sort of the season plays out where they're building this company, and then also uh, there's sort of this like rap element to it where... Um, some of the local rappers are like engaged in like beef kind of and 
that's playing out and the, and the company they start is um has to do with music so that's how it all ties in in the end yeah what is something that you hope will come of this show or like what are you excited for to see develop yeah um so there's a really really vibrant documentary community in durham uh and that manifests in the Duke Documentary Center for Documentary Studies and um, Full Frame Festival, which is like a nationally renowned uh, documentary festival. And just at least through my experience, I haven't found a huge like narrative film community in Durham. Um, and so, hopefully, starting a project that's you know a scripted series shot and produced in Durham will kickstart um a lot of a lot more of of that sort of thing um so yeah hopefully building a a bigger community of narrative filmmaking so I've got one of your songs here lined up it's called Lately how long have you been making music um so I've been making music for a long time kind of jumped around genres as a teenager. I grew up in a music studio. Uh, my dad owned a music studio in New Orleans. So I kind of grew up around music and then I was in like a band in high school. And then I think senior year of high school, I started making beats and then did that all throughout college. So I've been, I've been doing this sort of thing for like five or six years now. And this is an instrumental track, it's just a beat. You're listening to WKNC 88.1. My name's Fionn, and I'm here speaking with Holland. He is putting out a web series called Hype. It's going to be centered around Durham, and then he's got another music project called Vacay, which we're going to play a song from right now. This is called Lately. You're listening to WKNC.
WKNC 88.1. That song you just heard was from Vacay. It was called Lately. And that was actually produced by Holland here, who I'm speaking with for the Oak City Move. And for those of you just tuning in, the Oak City Move is a weekly series. It happens on Fridays from 9 to 11. And we've had several interviews. If you've missed any of them, you can always check out our website. It is oakcitymove.tumblr.com. Or we're on Facebook. So earlier we had an interview with Young Bull, which is a band out of Durham. And we've had several other things. And we always love to hear from you. So if you have any questions for the people we're speaking with, you can call 919-515-0881. Or you can tweet at us. We'll be checking that live throughout the show. And the Oak City Move is focused on organizations and individuals who are enacting positive change in the community, um, spreading cultural awareness, and artists who empower, inspire, and all of this is primarily NC-based. So if you have any projects that you're excited about or that you want to hear from, you can always let us know by shooting us an email or anything like that. So, Holland, we were talking off air about your Kickstarter for Hype. Do you want to speak on that? Yeah, I just wanted to um, like plug the, the website, I guess, which would be um, hypedurham.com is the link that uh, we're shooting out. And truly, if you have any interest in the project, every dollar counts. So, yeah, support local filmmaking. (laughs) And Hype, if you're just tuning in, is going to be a web series that Holland is putting out with the the help of this Kickstarter. And how are you going about, you know, getting this project together as far as actors go, that kind of thing? Yeah, so um, a few months ago we uh, shot the pilot so the first episode of the show we've produced already so we went through a lot of the casting process um in order to do that honestly the casting process was a lot of just people that i know personally um and like one auditions page on facebook that i found and got a whole bunch of people that came out to audition um and we cast from there yeah uh, we shot it in over the course of a weekend in Durham and um, me and Chris Barron, who's uh, a cinematographer in Durham shot and edited and he colored the whole thing. So that was done a few months ago. Um, and since then we've just been talking about the next steps for the series. Obviously making film is a pretty um, expensive endeavor, especially making a whole season of a show. Um, it's going to be about 100 minutes of show in total, uh, which is a lot to produce um, without, you know, investors or something. Doing it on a DIY scale is different than doing it um, like in Hollywood or something or, or somewhere where there's more infrastructure for film. Uh, so the process is kind of more grassroots, um, and that's why the Kickstarter campaign idea came about and why we were excited about it because we ideally want this show to be uh you know a show that's for the community and is shot in locations that everybody knows that everybody knows and has been to um with local actors and scored by local musicians um and we want it to be a real local thing uh like I'm a big fan of watching TV, of television. I think we're in a real like golden era of television. Um, a lot of like big time Hollywood filmmakers are coming to TV to do series. And I just think it would be so dope if there was a series in Durham 
Um, and yeah, that's the that's the goal with the project. Yeah. What are some challenges that you anticipate facing with this? As far as you know, you were saying there's not as much infrastructure for that. Yeah, right. Um, so we want to make something that looks professional and stands up, and you're you're not going to know it was a very independent, like DIY type project. Uh, for example, to get into the like the details of shooting, Chris and I had uh, we like rented one light for the pilot shoot, and I think we only used one lens, and a lot of this stuff um, was just kind of run and gun. So stylistically, um, it gives kind of this naturalistic feel, which is both by design and by uh, lack of means. You know what I'm saying? And I think that rather than uh, having this mindset where it's like, well, we can't do this and this because we don't have the the money to rent like a red camera and all the lighting and all the the professional equipment that you would um, want as as um, like a big budget film. It's like that. It's there's there's creativity and limitation. You know, so. It's like, well, we can't do this um, this way. So let's figure out like the coolest way we can do a shot given the constraints. Um, and so that's, yeah, that's that's a challenge, but it's also, I think it breeds creativity. So what are some themes or topics that you hope to touch on with the show? Or maybe, I don't know if you're allowed to tell us or if this is a spoiler kind of thing, uh, what kinds of, startups and organizations that you're hoping to feature in the show. Yeah. So the startup that, um, the characters and there's a, there's a draft of, of the whole thing written, but with, um, the funding for the Kickstarter, we're going to bring on a writing staff and go through and revise and edit and iron out the whole script. So it's, it's still a work in progress very much. So, um, but the idea right now is that the uh the two main characters smiles and ava go into business um starting a company that live streams concerts in virtual reality and so that's kind of where the tech side comes into play and there are real uh vr companies in the triangle um pardon me that are doing really cool things um to be honest with you i don't know if that technology exists in real life I did see that's a commercial recently, I think, about um, them trying to do something like that at sports arenas where you can get tickets like VR style and watch the game like that. Um, I think it is something that will exist soon, but we're making it up right now. That's awesome, though. So how are you going to go about showing that as a technology if it doesn't exist yet in the excuse me, in the show? Right. Um, so while... While I don't know if it, the technology exists yet, like virtual reality technology exists, <laughs> bless you. Um, so we're fortunate that there are like headsets and things that people identify with as virtual reality. And um, I don't think we're going to be doing a lot of like showing the inside. It's not right. as much about the technology as it is about the the storyline. Yeah, right. exactly. So this next song that I've got is from Wells. It's called Lessons. Yeah, that's off his uh, his most recent album called The Way I'm Living Makes My Mom Nervous. Um, 
Tell me about some of the work that you've done with him and just in music in Durham. And I know that you're just starting up this new project too that's going to come out soon. Yeah. um, So Wells and I have been doing music for a few years now. We met in Chapel Hill uh, where we were both playing a show together and uh, just started collaborating from there. Um, The song Lessons is one that I produced off his new record, but we have um, quite a few more records that are yet to come out um yeah being a producer is interesting um on kind of the independent scale uh especially in like the rap and r&b and pop space um you have the the benefit of being able to work with a variety of artists um as a producer uh in like the modern sense of the word and the internet is something that enables you to work with people that aren't just local but people like all over the country um but i'm i'm i decided to uh to put together projects of of local people um of various styles so i've got um a project called magnolia coming out in sometime this summer um that's going to be all produced all songs that I produce, but with, with different artists on each song and it'll feature people like Wells and Ace and Young Gunna and a couple other people. So it's just a way of, I don't know, connecting the, the threads of, of the local scene. So let's go ahead and play this song. But before that, could you tell us one more time what the Kickstarter is? Like uh, where yeah. you can find the Kickstarter? Yeah, hypedurham.com, H-Y-P-E-D-U-R-H-A-M.com. Yeah, go check it out. And I'm here speaking with Holland from, he's doing some musical projects under the name Vacay. He is putting out a web series called Hype, which is based in Durham. And there's a Kickstarter for that if you want to check it out. It is Hype Durham. HypeDurham.com, yeah. Dot com. And he also works for Runaway. And we were talking off air a bit about the indie label that you're on with Wells. Can you talk about that a bit? Uh, yeah, totally. So um, Wells and I are a part of a independent label called Immaculate Taste. And it's got a few artists um, in North Carolina, a couple artists in D.C., uh, Saba, and this guy Angelo Moda in New Jersey. So we're kind of working up the East Coast. Yeah, it's uh, some rappers and producers. Got a few flavors on there. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about Runaway. Y'all recently made an awesome announcement. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so we recently announced this New Carolina um, campaign that we're working on where we are um, sort of trying to spread what we do to uh, different cities in the state, uh, specifically Raleigh, um, Asheville, Wilmington, and Charlotte. Um, Yeah, and we're all about, I mean, supporting the arts and empowering artists and communities, and so we're really proud of the work we've done in Durham and we're excited and hopefully we can uh, connect and do what we're doing in Durham and other cities. That is what really stood out to me with your brand. I'm always seeing photos and promotion for other artists in the area. So what do you feel is the importance of the arts in Durham or in North Carolina or in general at all? Yeah. um, Obviously I think arts uh, are a really important thing being a person that's kind of devoted my life to the arts um, in, in filmmaking and, and making music, 
I don't know. I have a lot of theories on this. I don't know how, how like philosophical you want to go. <laughs> I think that the arts are imperative to documenting like what we, who we are, what we are as humans. And we're complex and we're um, hypocritical and we're a lot of different things at once. And I think that were it not for the arts, it would be harder to understand who we are. And obviously there's a huge um disconnect or a a push and pull between arts and commerce and right now like politically commerce is winning and arts are uh getting defunded in large part but yeah i mean money isn't money isn't everything and i think that uh a, a lot of times you see uh the pursuit of money being kind of an unhappy pursuit and i think that's because it's a pursuit of a singular goal and we're not singular, you know, people. And the arts are complex and more reflective of, of what we are. And I think that's a really interesting tie-in with Runaway because you say, like, the battle between commerce and arts, but here Runaway is just a great mashup of both of those things with the designs that you're putting out and the storefront and everything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Runaway is in between there. Obviously, we're a for-profit business, but we are also very supportive of the arts and we're a business that creates design and, and art. So Holland, what what do you love about what you do? You're doing a lot of things and I think maybe for some people they might look at it and be like, that's just a bunch of different, very different things that you're doing, but they're obviously all within the same vein. What do you, what do you love about your work? Yeah, um, I mean, it all comes from the same place music and film um it's an expression of your opinion and your emotion uh and to me it's not very different making music and making film uh it's just about how you where your natural talent is and where you can spend the time improving your craft um yeah i love what i do man i'm really i'm really fortunate to be able to do what i do you know i I can afford to spend a lot of time working on the on the projects that I'm working on and it's really fulfilling to be able to uh tell stories on the local level and make music and perform that music uh Wells and I perform together and we do shows and it's it's just the most fun thing <laughs> in the world is performing and sharing your art I mean you just you want to connect with people and and that's what I'm able to do as a performer and a music maker and a filmmaker. Yeah, I'm just really lucky. A little bit off topic, but earlier you mentioned a project, a film project that you did before Hype. What was that? Yeah, um, yeah that was called Young People. It's That one's kind of a mixed media project. So the idea with that is it's scored through the whole thing um, and all the dialogue is subtitled. So uh, imagine if it's like a music, a music video kind of except that there's people talking it looks like a film and there's dialogue but all the dialogue is subtitled and there's music playing so what you hear is music but what you see is like a film and that's about the contrast between devoting your time to a relationship and devoting your time to um your your career which is a very relatable thing i think particularly with young people and, and young creatives 
it's a there's this ideal of like being a great artist or something like that and to do that it requires putting all of your time and energy into this one thing um and that comes at the cost of relationships sometimes so the film kind of explores that and what's worth your time and uh it's also kind of just a weird experimental thing so (laughs) yeah check that out on my website vacayvacay.com vacayvacayvacay.com three vacays and how do you spell that v-a-c-a-y three times yeah that's it yeah great and my name's Fionn. I've been here speaking with Holland of Vacay, and he's. you can check out all his stuff, like he said, on his website. And my last question for you is, what's the biggest thing you've learned in the past? We're going to make it short, though. What's the biggest thing you've learned in the past two weeks? In the past two weeks, the biggest thing I've learned. Um, I was thinking about this the other day, about uh, like how to, how to take advice. Um, like you want to take advice, but you also want to know when to not take advice from people. Um, I don't know if this is something I've learned. It's just something I'm thinking about lately is uh, like if you, if you deciding who you listen to is really important. Um, I don't have an answer. This is just a thought (laughs) process that I'm going through. But um, yeah, I mean, every successful person talks about, all the lessons they've learned from some people, but there also had to have been some people that were just giving them terrible advice, you know? So I think the real key is to be able to decipher who, who to listen to. That's my thought. Do you feel like there, what spurred this kind of thought? Do you think there was a change in the way you were taking advice, say four or five years ago to the way you're operating now? I think so. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, when you're starting out doing anything, you you kind of take everything in because um, you're eager and you want to learn. But uh, as you feel more confident in what you're doing, you I just naturally are less inclined to heed somebody's opinion. Um, but you still want to heed some people's opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's like a talent. That's what I, I think. That's what I'm getting at. I think knowing. When to listen and when, when not to, listen to listen and when not to listen is a real talent. Um, yeah, it manifested most recently in like a, I was having a long debate about critique of music, and um, I just have a weird relationship and I don't really know how I feel about it, positively or negatively. Um, Do you mean like music reviews on sites like Pitchfork, that kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, just understanding, like how one person's opinion dictates so much of people's perception of the art. And like, I guess in a purist sense, you would want everybody to take the art at face value and interpret it how, how they want. But in reality, you're affected very much by how the art is presented to you. So you read something on Pitchfork and that's your first exposure to a song and it's a terrible review you know you're you're gonna have it in the back of your head when you're yeah this song. it's a confirmation bias about stuff like that yeah um so i've just been thinking about trying to go into everything without any knowledge of it and just accepting the art with all of my previous experience and letting it affect me however it does before i listen to and i lied about the one more question okay. but, uh, no yeah go ahead do you, what are you what are you excited about coming up you got your Kickstarter going. Most excited about? I'm really excited about the Kickstarter uh, and getting this money to shoot shoot this show. I'm excited about this music music project I have coming out, which is going to be called Magnolia. 
and it's going to be like a six or seven song project featuring a bunch of really cool artists in the triangle. I'm excited about the NBA playoffs. Starts tomorrow. I'm a really big NBA fan. I'm excited about this weather. I'm excited about the New Carolina stuff. I'm excited about all the festivals that are going down in the Triangle. Um, Article and Milk Fest, specifically in Durham, are coming up next month. Um, or at the end of this month for Article. Um, I'm excited to see this Joe Swanberg movie that just dropped on Netflix called Win It All with Jake Johnson. They did this, this other movie called Drinking Buddies. And that was like... I haven't seen that one, but I've seen commercials for it. Close yeah, enough. yeah. That was like a big movie for me. Um, stylistically, it's very like um, understated and naturalistic is the word I've been using today. Um, but yeah, that had a big impact on my style as a director. And they're back at it again. So I'm really excited to see that film. Thank you so much for coming in, Holland. And Thanks could you lot, tell yeah. the listeners one more time where they can find you and maybe plug hype one more time? Yeah, totally. Um, if you want to check out all of the weird art stuff that I do, it's vacayvacayvacay.com. Um, and then if you're interested at all in in the in the show in Durham I'm trying to make, uh, go to hypedurham.com and you can find more information about that. And please donate to the Kickstarter if you got a dollar, man. it go a long way. If you missed any of this interview, you can check it out on our podcast. It's on blog.wknc, or you can go straight to our website, which is oakcitymove.tumblr.com. Stick around. We've got, we'll go over some events that are going on that you can attend in the next couple weeks, or not weeks, in the next few days. And uh, we'll speak to you in a bit. This next song is called Orlando from Vacay. You're listening to WKNC. Thank you for listening to the Oak City Move. My name is Fion, and we're here every week, Fridays from 9 to 11, promoting a better image of North Carolina. And, you know, there's a lot of bad news coming out of here. I'm sure you've heard of uh, lots of legislation coming out of our state right now. But the purpose of this show is to help people gain more of a sense of pride in their state, see some of the great things that are coming out of here, and maybe promote some collaboration. You know, if you have a project that you want to get involved in, contact us. We can connect you, and if you want to promote your project and you feel it's having a positive impact on our community, I'd love to speak with you. The number is 919-515-0881, or you can shoot us an email at oakcitymove at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Oh, one more thing. Shout out to Pierce Freeland. This last song that we've got for you is from The Beast, which is fronted by Pierce Freeland, and he is running for Durham mayor, which is so exciting. Um, the Beast is always fun to listen to, and he also works with Black Space, which is promoting arts for black youth in, the, in Durham, and there are all kinds of good things coming out of there, and he works with um, Chiguero's Puppets, and I know he teaches at UNC, so he's been doing some great things in the area and I'm excited to see where this campaign goes.